You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Akama Dental, my in-home dental service, celebrated its second birthday this past week. Most professionals would call this a work anniversary, but really it's the second birthday of my business baby. And when I describe it that way, it's a great excuse to eat cake. Not that you need an excuse to eat cake. But now I can officially say that I've been offering dental house calls for two years. Let me say business is a journey. Well, life is a journey and business is a part of life. So the journey of the past two years has been really incredible for me. We are all always growing, but I have had a growth spurt in these past two years, professionally and personally. A rising tide raises all boats, right? So today I want to share with you six things that this two-year accommodental journey has really hammered into me. My hope is that you'll see just how much your life can change in two years too. I'm going to share some backstory in case you need a reminder of the history of accommodental. So more than two years ago, I think it was about three years ago, I finished residency in 2020. So yes, three years ago, I was leaving residency with the dream of accommodental. Residency is when I began to notice the need for in-home dental care in my community, and I decided that I was going to offer it. So even leaving residency, I knew house calls were in my future, but I had a lot of saving and planning to do before I could launch. Before Accommodental launched, I worked full-time in a community health center, which I really wanted to be involved with. I've always wanted to provide access to care, but when I really think about how I was feeling just over two years ago, I was burnt out. I was very fortunate that my full-time job offered a four-day work schedule, but this meant that I was working 12-hour shifts, and these shifts were jam-packed with double books and hygiene checks, and it just got nutty sometimes. I started to feel like I was just surviving my work days there. I'd show up, stress all day, celebrate surviving, and repeat. Then, after four work days of that, I'd go to work one day a week in a private practice to help accelerate my accommodental savings. So finally, after a year of saving and planning, I left that one-day private practice job and launched accommodental services one day a week. As Accommodental grew, I moved to another nonprofit dental center to offer part-time work instead of full-time, and eventually I found myself working even minimal hours in a private practice because Accommodental had gotten busier and busier. Actually, this is where I left off with you in episode 16 when we discussed how you could offer house calls either part-time or full-time, depending on your preferences. Well, I have an update for you. Months ago, since that episode, I gave my notice to my part-time employer and I have been a totally self-employed house call dentist for a few months now. I love saying that. I am very proud of this transition because it really did take quite a while for me to feel comfortable with doing it. I was very thoughtful about when I decided to make this change, but now I am more available to my patients. My services are available four days a week. I find that three and a half days is more manageable for me physically, so I only book about that many appointments unless there's an emergency. I also have the flexibility to pick up three-hour per diem chairside shifts if I feel like it or volunteer when I want to. The freedom of self-employment is something very valuable to me, and I love feeling totally free. So in the past two years, I went from being more than a full-time employee with a side hustle to a completely self-employed person. I'm not just sharing that because I'm so proud of it. I'm sharing it because I really hope that two years from now, your growth and your success blows mine out of the water. The reason the residential movement exists is to accelerate the learning curve for you. 
If you are a regular listener, you know so much more than I did when I was getting started. I really want the leap from chairside dentist to house call dentist to seem less like a leap for you and more like an itty-bitty jump. Now that you're caught up on the history, I want to share six lessons that I've learned over these past two years offering house calls. These six important lessons have changed my personal life too. Number one, time is your most valuable, precious asset. I've learned that time isn't simply a resource to use for accomplishing tasks or missions. Years ago, I compartmentalized my time and only dedicated some to friends and family. Most of my time was spent on work or school. I rarely smelled the roses. How many of you work in offices that have calculated the exact cost of an empty chair down to the minute? Now, I can never look at time that way again. My house call practice isn't designed that way at all. Unused work time will never have a negative value to me ever again. If I happen to have free time between appointments, I get to go to yoga, read a book, respond to emails from you, or go for a walk in the park. I genuinely appreciate these moments. I realize that my time has inherent value and I don't always need to be productive. My older adult patients have a lot of years and wisdom under their belts. They've reminded me that time is finite. I've always known that, but I didn't really feel it until I started visiting so many older adults for Accommodental. I've heard so many of my patients tell stories about how they waited too long to do something that they'll never do now. What's something that you really want to do? Please do it. Do it soon. I've never water skied, and I would like to do that before I'm unable. I think I have a couple years to fit it in, but I don't really know. I'm just one car accident or back injury away from not being able to do it. So what am I waiting for? Now I view all of my time as a gift. I see my loved ones when I want to. I see my patients when I want to. I work when I want to. I don't work when I don't want to. I focus on building days that feel good rather than focus on productivity. If you're unsure of what the schedule of a house call dentist might look like, please download my free guide called A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist at residentialmovement.com slash a day in the life. It'll help you visualize your days when you're offering house calls. Lesson number two, you can only control you. I have a strong internal locus of control, which means that I believe my behavior and life outcomes are guided by my personal decisions and efforts. Sometimes I think I can control more than that. If you have an external locus of control, by contrast, you think that your life or behavior is a result of fate, luck, circumstance, and you don't assume you can control whatever outcome. It's a very different mindset. Okay, Ash, how is this psychology lesson relevant to dental house calls? Well, I've always been disciplined, but I haven't always had the best reactions. I told you in episode 24 that I'm always working to have more thoughtful responses instead of of emotional reactions. In the past two years, I have come a long way because house calls really provide the perfect opportunities to practice self-control and remind you how little control you have over certain things. When you step into someone else's domain, you can't control everything like you might be able to control in your own dental office. You can't control the temperature. A lot of older adults are freezing even when it's 80 degrees outside, so they might have the windows sealed with no AC. You can't control whether siblings break out into a screaming match about money while you're there or not. You can't control if your patient is incredibly attached to their loud, threatening German shepherd. The only person you can control is yourself. You can control your responses, your words, how you treat others, and that's about it. So sure, you can politely ask them to crack a window or for the dog to be kept in another room. You can ask a combative family member to leave the room because they're upsetting the patient. You can always ask, but this is where your control ends. You can't control the future. You can't even control their reaction to your request. You can't control their opinion of you. 
you can't control whether or not they respond to your request. The final thing you can control is whether or not you decide to actually work in those conditions or not. This leads me to my next point, lesson number three. Become comfortable with discomfort. I recommend being flexible and doing as much work as you possibly can, even in tricky situations, because the patients really benefit from your time and services. Akama Dental has helped me embrace the unknown more and more throughout the past two years. I learned that I can handle a lot. I am more and more willing to be accommodating in various ways because I know that I have shown myself that I can work in pretty interesting conditions. I've become super comfortable driving to different parts of town that I didn't really know before. I've become comfortable with brief amounts of awkward bending to reach patients in interesting situations. I'm comfortable dealing with family drama now, and I even embrace working in those super hot rooms. The more I embrace the awkward unknowns along this journey, the more I prove to myself that I can absolutely work in anyone's home. Embracing discomfort has allowed me to become a more confident house call dentist. On to lesson number four. Remain gracious. I am incredibly appreciative of my patients. They welcome me, a stranger in most cases, into their homes. I'm grateful for how much time I get to spend with my patients, especially near the end of their life. I'm grateful for their stories, their humor, their families. My patient interactions are the best. I'm grateful for the flexibility that a house call dental practice allows for. Last week, I spent a few midday hours in my best friend's pool between visits. This week, I met my mom and sister for lunch between appointments. I'm so grateful that I can schedule social visits and dental visits whenever it works for me and my patients. Remember point number one? Just remember how much you're grateful for, and it will remind you that the rewards of house call dentistry are worth every challenge. I'm so grateful for my people, which brings me to lesson number five. The quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your relationships. Relationships with my patients are very important. My patients need to know that I'm on their side. It's also important to build rapport with their families. These relationships grow best within boundaries. My patients know not to call me on Saturday morning just to chat. I respect their time and they respect mine. Professional relationships are important too. Of course, it's good to network and foster relationships with colleagues. This can help with referrals and whatnot, but it's also a great way to make actual friends. I've been lucky enough to make a number of new friends since I started at Common Dental, and I've learned so much from everyone. Even my assistant and I have become dear friends over the years. We share family updates with each other and really care about each other's well-being. These professional relationships and friendships help me grow. Jim Ron popularized the idea that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Whether or not that's exactly true, the man has a point. The people closest to us heavily influence us. Think about the people you're closest to. How do they speak? How do they present themselves every day? Do they have healthy habits? Are they kind? How much like them or unlike them are you? We are totally influenced by our friendships, so if you want to be a better person, find better friends. Or if you want to become good at something, meet someone who is good at that thing. I told you that in the past two years, I have made amazing new friends. I've also clung close to some of my oldest friends. I've also lost touch with some friends that don't share my values anymore. Our friendships will evolve so long as we're evolving. Thankfully, my close friends have been a great influence on me and the growth of a comedental. Finally, I think the single most important decision I've made in my life regarding relationships was marrying Chris. Your spouse, for better or for worse, has a huge influence on your business. This person is involved in your finances, your spiritual journey, your grocery list, and your family life. So how could they not influence your business? They influence every part of your life. If they aren't supportive, your business will suffer. I am beyond blessed that Chris is my number one supporter. 
Fun fact. Did you know my first dental house call with a non-acquaintance patient was on the same day as my first date with Chris? He helps with the common dental's equipment. He travels to conferences with me. And he offers valuable advice and insights when I share my challenges with him. He never pressures me financially, so I feel comfortable investing in my business. We share values, and my business is so much better because of that. Now, I'm going to share lesson number six. Follow your mission, not financial gain. Now, oftentimes, if you're following your mission, you will see financial gain. That's a good thing. There's no shame in earning a healthy living because you offer a valuable service to people. I am not here hating on the exchange of money. I just want to remind you that pursuing money only will lead to poor outcomes for you and your business. For example, early on when Accommodental was getting started, two of my friends wanted to help me out, so they asked about Invisalign at home. These ladies didn't need in-home care, and my mission is to provide care for people who can't leave the house. But I was just getting started, so I deviated from the mission to follow some cash. At first, I thought this was great. What a win-win. I mean, think about the mechanics of Invisalign. It isn't difficult to provide that service. It can absolutely be provided at home as long as you've seen a recent pan. These patients only had minor malalignment. The cases were going to take six months max. I gave them a deal, and I still profited. Well, for one of my girlfriends, arranging appointments was tough because she didn't work at home. She'd have to take time off of work to meet me during my workday, which she did once, but she was my friend and I felt bad, so I ended up making appointments with her at night. Sure, I made some early money, but I didn't gain any more confidence working with more medically complex patients in their homes. My time with her didn't help me build rapport with visiting nurses, social workers, or other people I'd meet in the homes of my ideal patients. Plus, I was working nights after working all day elsewhere, so I was feeling overworked. It bothered me that I was inconveniencing myself when she didn't really need my in-home services and I was working even later nights. I was beginning to feel resentment because it was a situation I never should have agreed to. I should have just stuck with my mission. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with offering Invisalign at home. I do have patients who request Invisalign who truly cannot get out of the house, and I'm happy to offer it. I'm just reminding you to stay in line with your mission because that's how your business will really grow. Just chasing cash is a great way to begin to resent your business. If you're not helping who you want to help and you're not working with who you want to work with, the cash won't justify any of it. Build a business that you love, not a trap that you resent. I hope some of these lessons I've learned over the past two years resonate with you. I'm so excited for you, no matter where you are on this house call journey. If my six takeaways from these two years haven't inspired you to pursue house calls yet, I hope they at least encourage you to build an even more enjoyable, meaningful life for yourself. If you haven't yet, please head to residentalmovement.com to subscribe to my email list. So many of you have, which is awesome. I love hearing from you and getting to know you. But for those of you who haven't done so already, please subscribe. I have some big announcements coming up and my email subscribers are always the first to hear about them. I'll fill you all in on something because my email subscribers already know this. There's another big anniversary coming up next week. Accommodental isn't the only business with a summer birthday. Tune in next week for some anniversary birthday announcements for this little show. Whether you decide to pursue dental house calls or not, please support those in need of them by contributing to the Home Smile Care Foundation. This is a nonprofit organization founded by myself and my loved ones to offer financial assistance to those who need in-home care but cannot afford it. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I'm very grateful that you took the time to listen today. I appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel The Residential Movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. 
Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.